Every year I know we gonna go hard We been that team ever since Bart Star. All my cheese heads go pack go Ain't show with no mercy cutting no slack no I ain't a bad sport and I'll even wish you good luck Welcome in to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. I am Wags, and in a very special 200th episode, uh, not only am I joined by my co-host Dane, uh, but we've got some awesome Packer fans, the best in the business in the house. Uh, Matt Ramage is here. Uh, You may know him from the Matt Ramage Show, uh, live on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, We've got the Drew Cave, uh, the Best Packer uh, cave in the business. Uh, wish I could be there every Sunday. And then, of course, uh, we've got Tom Burns from the Green Bay house up in Green Bay. Uh, and that's the best number one spot to do a tailgate if you're going to the game. So, guys, thanks so much for joining us tonight. So excited to have you on. Thank yeah, you. Congrats, me. guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know... We just want to talk some Packers tonight, and um, we'll get to some off-season chat, maybe some prognostications on what we think we're going to do with our quarterback. But um, really, before we get too far into that, um, I want to hear your guys' story. So what is your Packer origin story, or what's your earliest memory uh, of being a Packer fan? So I- I'm just going to tee that up, and and Dane, maybe you can warm us up to give – give our guest a minute to uh, uh, think about that. But uh, uh, what is, what is the origin story uh, for you as a Packer fan? Just looking back. Yeah. So I'm uh, 37 years old. So I remember the, the tail end, you know, that those early nineties were kind of my, my entrance as a Packer fan where I actually became aware. My first Jersey was a Brett Favre Jersey circa 93, 94. I got bullied at school for wearing it because the, all my classmates said that Favre sucked. Um, So, you know, how far things have come since then. Uh, But I remember the Don Mikowski years, uh, some Sterling Sharp. And then, you know, we got lucky. We got fortunate. Uh, Ron traded for Brett. We got Brett to come in and, and the rest is history. And it's been just a journey of, you know, 30 plus years uh, of a really great moments as a Green Bay Packer fan wags. And I'll tell you what, we got the best fans in the world and we got some of the best fans tonight. So I'm excited to hear from all three of our, our great guests on, on, uh, on what makes the Packers special and, and what brought them into Green Bay Packer fan lore. Yeah, so Matt, hey, I want to turn it over to you, man. What, what, what? Have you been a lifelong Packer fan from day one, or, or what was that origin story? What was the earliest moment you can remember? Uh, first of all, I want to give a congrats on 200, 200 episodes. Is that that that's actually tough? I quit. I quit my first time. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Matt. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, I I was born in Green Bay, so like in my house growing up, being a Packer fan, like there wasn't a choice. We had a bear fan like next door, and like my mom, like they wouldn't let him come over on Sundays because that was the '80s and they were good then. The Packers sucked, and like my uncles would come over, they would bet on like first downs because they couldn't bet on the game because the Packers weren't gonna win. So they would like throw twenties down. They're gonna get a first down right just try to make the game exciting. Yeah, I've been a Packer fan like my whole life. Like I, like you mentioned, uh, Brett Favre and Domikowski. Like I remember having this old seven jersey. And we'd play football out in the snow at halftime. And we I remember, like, complaining about Favre. Like, oh, he's taking Don Mikowski's job. Like, Don Mikowski's the man. Like, you know, like, he was the magic man, all this. And then it, it ended up working out. We were wrong, surprisingly. But, uh, yeah, I got, I've, I've been a Packer fan, like, my whole life. Like, my whole family was a Packer fan. All my uncles, like, all my family. So, like, it, it, if you were anything other than a Packer fan in my family, like, you would have like been homeless like my, my my wife has a story that her and her brother got in a fight and he was like you know the Packers lost she was complaining about it and then uh he's like it's just a game because he's not a you know big football guy and she locked him outside in his underwear and, it, and that's what it's kind of like like growing up in Green Bay I mean like anywhere like if you're like brought up a you know a Packer fan or a fan of any team if it's like throughout your whole family it's just it's you know 
it it's more important than anything you know what i mean for sure that's awesome uh you know tom what, what's your story man uh yeah so i'm i'm 35 so i was kind of right with you guys i was like the tail end of i was 10 when they won the super bowl you know 97 96 season um so it was just uh I remember that a little bit. I remember playing ball in the yard when they were, you know, the divisional game against the Niners. I remember that NFC championship, probably more so than the Super Bowl, to be honest. But I remember um, my stepdad coming in our room. This is a vivid memory. The year Ray Rhodes was hired. Um, so after that last Holmgren season, and I remember him coming in and saying, we got Ray Rhodes. And uh, or we hired Ray Rhodes, whatever. And um, since then, it's like I remember vividly watching every game. Um, but it wasn't kind of until that Ray Rhodes season that I, I remember being like really invested in the Packers in a big way. And um, yeah, so for me, then, you know, the Favre years towards the latter half of his career, the Raiders game, I think when everyone kind of just endeared themselves to Brett Favre in the 2000s, even though we weren't going to Super Bowls, you kind of just fell in love with Favre and, and the Packers. And, and that was that was kind of my my initial era there through the late 90s, early 2000s. I love it, man. That's so good. Um, the Ray Rhodes era, the one season era <laughs> of Ray Rhodes. That's a deep cut. Uh, Drew. My first game, too. My first game was uh, in Green Bay uh, at, against Philly. So they were playing the Eagles. Uh, Ray Rhodes' old team, but um, yeah, that was my first time up in Lambeau too was that season. Yeah, I think the leading rusher was Derek Holmes that season, if my memory serves me, but hopefully nobody's fact-checking that. So what a, what a year to be alive as a Packer fan. Um, Drew, so you've got an interesting story. You're from California. Uh, you're living in Ohio, and you've got this awesome Packer cave so how does it happen for you to become a Packer fan, not being from Wisconsin? We're really curious about that. Yeah, so at least for me, um, you know, I, I tend to tell people that, you know, I was born this way. I just didn't like it didn't really come like it didn't come out until, you know, like I was a teenager, like going into my 20s or whatever. Um, but my first memories were uh, obviously the Super Bowl, um, you know, back in 96. At that time, I was like 16 years old. So, you know, growing up playing sports and stuff like that. I mean, if you didn't like Brett Favre at that time or if you didn't know who Brett Favre was, I mean, like, what were you doing? You know, especially as a teenager. Right. Um, but I didn't really latch on uh, until until I joined the military. Like I was like in my 20s. Um, and just like Tom was saying, like what really like what really hooked me was that game against uh, Oakland with Brett Favre when, you know, when uh, his father had passed. And at that time, I was stationed in Korea at that We may have muted uh, from Drew. We'll, we'll get him back on here in a second. Um, well, I'm just going to jump in and uh, not to make this self-serving, but my earliest memory is Brett Favre's first game against the Bengals and it was that was a wild game and it was just a lot of sterling sharp over the middle and for those of you younger Packer fans we got you back Drew we'll go we'll come back to you in a second but talking about my earliest memory uh Brett Favre's first game the magic man goes down and uh the Bengals yeah the Bengals have the lead and uh a lot of sterling sharp and uh we uh, uh come back and uh, Brett throws the game-winning touchdown with under a minute to go. Um, and I, I was probably only like seven, eight years old at the time, but I didn't really know what was going on, but um, that was just crazy, and I was hooked from then on. So, um, uh, you know, a, a close second is definitely the playoff game uh, the next season against the Lions. We shut down Barry Sanders, who was yeah. just an insane player to watch. But was that the wait, you guys? Do you remember? Was that the game where like Barry had like negative three yards, negative rushing? four yards? Well, yeah, was, uh, yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure what, what it was. Yeah, but yeah, that that was the one. Like I remember, like just being so jacked because I, I'm a huge Barry Sanders fan. He's like the only player like in the Packers division that I will like salute. Like there's a lot of great ones. But I don't like to give him credit. Yeah. But like Barry Sanders was a guy like undeniable, like kind of like Favre, like back in the day, Favre, 
like how special he was. Like man, you know, like you've seen the clips like Randy Moss. He's like, this is Brett Favre. You know, every, you know everyone loves. You know, Drew was mentioning everyone loved Brett Favre. Brett Favre, I, I I'll always say is like no other player I think in the history of the league, not Aaron Rodgers, not anyone, will be as loved as Brett Favre was. Like he was just like special. Like like everyone, like he he was the old you know regular fellow who just happened to play really good at football and like everyone loved him the raiders fans made the signs and they were all about him and just like everyone across the league would like just love brett Favre, and he was just like like everyone's uncle that you wish you had and he was just like dude like because he would like everyone talks about interceptions but that's kind of what it was like he was just out there having fun and like sometimes you know he wanted to let everyone else have fun too <laughs> <laughs> And I got to say, Reggie White coming back for the Super Bowl run after uh, tearing his bicep, that was an insane thing. I, I, I mean, it's still unexplainable to this day. And that's why I'm convinced this season, when we got all those guys back from injury, that it was Reggie, like, healing uh, all of our players. Uh, but it was, alas, it was not meant to be. Um, I, I, I was totally convinced that the Packers were going to make that run. So, um, Drew, I, I, it looks like we got you back, man. So, my, my <laughs> yeah, bad. yeah. So you were sharing a little bit about your story and, and, um, um, you were saying that the, the, uh, Favre game against the Rangers after his dad passed was, was kind of a, a big moment that you started to really follow. Yeah, just, you know, piggybacking on what Tom had said. Yeah, that game was that game was the one, uh, at least for me, because like I was saying at that time, I was stationed in Korea, and uh, that's actually where, where I met my wife. And I remember watching that game, uh, you know, at that time in Korea, it was probably like, I don't know, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. But where I worked at, like we had a, we had a TV that got the, uh, that got the broadcast. And, um, you know, it was just, I don't know, man. I, I guess at that time, I mean, being, you know, 20, 21, 22 years old, it kind of resonated because just to have like that, I don't know, just just the guts to go out there after a huge, you know, devastation in, in, in someone's life and just to go out there and just go ball, you know what I mean? Like, for me, that really, like, it really hit me. And, uh, you know, just kind of drawing back on my on my memories, you know, of him as a teenager, it really drew me, uh, you know, to the Packers. But then, uh, you know, my wife being, you know, when I met her, her being, you know, born and raised Green Bay, I mean, it just kind of made sense, you know what I mean? So um, I do give my wife a lot of a lot of kudos for for turning me into this, <laughs> but but she knows that you know she's she's created a monster. So I mean, but I mean, hey, her her fandom. I mean, I, I tell everybody all the time, man. Like watching games with her is it's almost as as intense as if not as intense as watching games with me because she's she's crazy passionate, man. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's how it kind of happened for me. And then you know, obviously being from Southern California, um, just I don't know, man. My my family and everybody in California is like everybody kind of rooted for everybody. You know, I had family that was Cowboys fans, Rams fans when they were originally in L.A. You know, I had L.A. Raiders fans and you know, couple Chargers fans, and it was out of there. Everybody was just everywhere. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do my own thing and. You know, now they're they all look at me like, man, you you really about that life, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> try to tell you guys. So, Ankle have, yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of my story. Wags, I, I've got a question. I got to ask these guys because I mean, talked about it before we got started, but these are like some of the great fans of the greatest organization in football. How question for everybody? Um, it's kind of a two parter. Uh, maybe we start with. Uh, with Tom, with the, the Green Bay house. Um, one, uh, how often do you get to games? And two, what's your favorite game day experience you've ever had? Oh, man. Um, we get to one game a year. So one home, one away is the plan. This year we were at uh, the Seattle game, and then we went out to Arizona, which is unbelievable. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, crazy experience. Um, 60% Packer fans in that stadium at least. But uh, – so we, we only do one at home. The rest is um, the rest. We stay at the house. So uh, we're up. Uh, we were up, um, you know, tailgating beforehand. And then we'll usually, you know, watch uh, watch the game at the house and then and then hang out after. But, um, you know, I, you know, best 
best tailgate or game day experience. I, I don't, it would have to be this year. Uh, this is the first year we had the house. Um, we didn't, uh, you know, ever imagine what it would become on game day like it did. Um, you know, by the end, we had 60, 70 people coming through and um you just you can't really put a price on that experience i mean everybody knows what that's like and how special it is but when you're that close um to experience it on game day you got you know guys coming down the street that have been going to games for 50 years straight um, season ticket holders that come in they tell you their stories and tell you about all the 70s and 80s they lived through and, and get into the 90s and it's uh it's wild. So you get, you get everything. Um, and it's just a very special thing, but I, I'd have to say this year was probably that, um, that divisional game sucky ending, but, uh, you know, we had, we had a big blowout. We raised a bunch of money for Fisher house. So we did a big tailgate, uh, raised over $4,500 for the Fisher house at the VA and, awesome. um, just, you know, really blew me away. I mean, the generosity of Packer fans is unbelievable. Um, you know, people that we had just met this year that just came and, and stepped up so big. So, um, yeah, I mean that, you know, this year I, we had so many unbelievable experiences, but, uh, I'd have to say this season was one to remember for sure. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's great. That's so cool to hear. And thanks for what you're doing for charity too. That's really cool that you're using that, uh, to help other folks out. Um, Matt. How often do you get into games? What's your game day experience like? Well, I actually didn't start going to games really until I was an adult. When I was a kid in my family, they didn't bring kids to games. Like, we're not wasting tickets on this little bastard. <laughs> so, like, as a kid, I, I didn't go to any games. But, like, as an adult, I, I didn't really go to, like, a, a ton here and there. You know, so I'm like, hey, we got a ticket or whatever. We'd go to a game, but as I started doing like this, uh, like what I the social media stuff, I started going like 2019. I went to four games. I think Drew was one of them. I went with Drew. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Drew hooked me up. 2019 actually. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me that hooked you up, man. That was yeah, Frank. I, I went with with Drew and Frank, and that was actually one of the uh, funnest games I ever I ever went. To. Actually, I would say it was the funnest. But that Niners game like was was very close, even though the Packers lost. Dude, that I had so much fun at that game, like dude, that game because I was in an aisle row first of all, like I was in an aisle seat, and that's just special. That's the best. Yeah. yeah, I was in row three aisle seat. Senior cheese had I could have like threw a football at him. Uh, you should have. <laughs> and, and my section was lit. Time to sit down because I I've been in sections in Lambo that weren't like that lit. You know what I mean? They weren't yeah. like you know you sit at you know people. I don't know. I don't like to trash people, but like certain people aren't as they're telling you to sit down yeah, when yeah. it's uh, four, yeah, four down, like, right? down. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but the people I was with, everyone was up, everyone was cheering. I was, I was live on Facebook. They're having like I was, ah, I was drunk. <laughs> I was drinking for a long time before that, and uh, it, it sucked how it ended. But it was a good group. But uh, yeah, so t- 2019, I, though I was four and zero going to one of the Packer nice. games, and uh, I went to the Bear game that year. I was in the up top. It was cold. So I was watching everyone, and I was like, ah, you know, every, everyone's freezing. But, yeah, like, like usually, though, my game days, like, lately, I, I do those, I go live, like, during the games. I, I do, like, not really a play-by-play, but I kind of, like, I drink beer, and people watch me watch the games, whatever. I don't know why people watch, but they do watch, you know. <laughs> people watch. And uh, it's fun. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, that that's basically, like, what I've been doing for every uh, – away game now like for home games i try to go i don't always get to go but like doing the live streams is really fun because it's almost like you're like at the game or like not only at the game but like Mm -hmm. you're just hanging like like drew has it real life people come to his house and they're all you know they got the the drew cave thing going and that's kind of like how my live is like i i read comments i put them on the screen i you know interact with people and we watch the game together i do a look i wouldn't say play by play but I kind of just talk about like what I see because a lot of people don't get to watch the game, like they where they live, the game isn't on, or they just don't want to hear who's talking, and uh, they kind of put me on, and it's kind of weird. I I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't want to listen to me talk. But uh, <laughs> that's kind of like what I do. Like if I'm not at the game, then I'm live on on Facebook and all the places, and just screaming. And and next year, I, I actually have a a huge bar 
that wants me to come and do like a live show at their thing. Sick. And uh, we're going to do it for a, a benefit, try to raise money for a, a charity at the time. This is a, like a, a particular bar that does that a lot. They have benefits, they have bands that come and they do a lot of different things and they raise money for uh, different type of benefits. And uh, they asked me to do that for, for next year for a game. So I, I've never done a live show in front of like real people. You know, it, it's different. Like I'm in my little house. I'm in like a little room, right? It seems I'm like- coming to that, Matt. Let me tell you right now. I'm RSV. I need VIP tickets. Yeah, we're all coming I'm to be this, there, man. Yeah. I'm, I've got to be yeah. there. Matt. It's actually like a pretty good sized bar. It, it's uh, when they asked me, I was like, all right, all right. We, we can do it. I was like, you realize I've never done that before. I, actually, my first live event that I'm doing, uh, I'm going to a restaurant here in like my small town. And we're doing, uh, it's for veterans. We're raising money for, uh, it's actually their thing. It's not like my thing at all. It's their thing. And they're like, hey, would you want to do go a live show as we're doing that? I was like, yeah. But it, it's definitely not my thing. It's just going to be my live show. And then I'm probably going to have some of them come on. We're going to talk Packers, talk about like what they do. And uh, we're going to ra- try to raise money. But it's definitely not anything to do with me. I'm just like a side note of what they already had going on but uh yeah i i i, I, I like like what uh mr the the green bay house is doing they're like r- raising money like doing good i think that, that that's what what we should be doing is like if you have a certain amount of following if a certain amount of people listen to you you should try to use that like benefit stuff because like especially what i do like i'm just a clown who's like <laughs> you know i just i just most of the stuff i do i just talk trash i just run my mouth and uh i think if i can use it like for good, and I mean it sounds like so, so clunky. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like I, I think if you can do good, and and have fun at the same time, I think it's awesome. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. That's that's really awesome that you you y'all are using that. You know, do good right where we can. Drew, I know you're in Ohio. So how often are you getting on a plane and heading to Green Bay or, or doing the road trip thing? And, and more than I am. Field? More than I am, I think. This guy's in town, seriously. I think more than me, too. <laughs> Probably more than all of us combined, maybe. I live there, and he's hey, up hey, there more than more. Hey, hey, Dane, man, I appreciate you, like, repeating the question because matt like just went totally off off, off target Dude, so hey, i just totally forgot what the question was but thanks, thanks for bringing me back on track man. I appreciate that. <laughs> love you matt uh no hey uh so for me i mean look this year this year was crazy for me um ohio where i'm at in dayton ohio it's about it says like if you put it in ways it says it's about an eight hour drive mm-hmm. Uh, depending on traffic, my best time up to Green Bay, like door to door, I made it in six hours, 38 minutes. No big deal. I wasn't doing anything crazy. There just wasn't any yeah, traffic. Right? So anyway, no anyway, no so like, so yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, I had a little, had a little uh, drain scoop going on in the back and just, just ride now. Uh, but no, I mean, normally I make it up in about, about seven and a half hours. So it's not a, it's not a huge drive for us to go up. So, um, this year was actually, this year was actually really crazy, man. I was, uh, I think I came up for, I think I ended up hitting six games this year, uh, up at Lambeau, um, damn near almost, you know, like being a season ticket holder. Um, but I did go to one, I did go to one away game and you guys have heard me in the past. I don't do away games. Um, the reason being I am O and I think O and eight lifetime regular season at away games. I've seen him win twice in a preseason, you know, but that, that doesn't matter at an away game, regular season. I'm over. So, um, I know we have some trips planned next year for Miami and I think like Washington and I'm going to, I'll probably go, but not actually go to the game. Like I'll go party with everybody but i do not plan on going to the game uh just because i just I, i'm superstitious Good. man like this i don't know it's it, yeah, yeah. i like it man away. we're whatever, keeping I, away whatever, from whatever, it. yeah go go and hang everybody out. tells me yeah. too they're like they're like drew you are not invited to any more <laughs> any more away games and i'm like all right i told you guys i didn't want to go this year to detroit but everybody assisted that i go whatever <laughs> it's your fault um but no i mean normally normally uh Normally, I try to get up at least to a couple of games uh, up at Lambeau. And, uh, you know, now that I'm retired and stuff like that, I mean, it's a little bit easier. So as long as I can get, you know, my my ticket plugs to 
get me my seats, then, you know, I'm going to be up there. Um, but then, uh, you know, the second part of that question, my, my favorite, like the most memorable uh, game day experience, um, at least for me, I got to go back to the uh, 20, it was the 2011 season. No, was it the 2011? No, 20, 2013? 2011, 2013. Man, I got to look at the, the ticket stuff. Anyways, it was a home game against the Raiders, and we destroyed the Raiders. Um, I think Ryan Grant, I don't know what he ran for, um, but I think the final score was like 55 to like, or 50 something to like 10 or something. It was crazy. Um, I want to say, was it 12 or 13? It's going to bother you all night. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. And it's crazy because I keep looking over here because my bathroom's over there and I have a frame with like all my ticket yeah. stubs. And I know, like, I, I know it's in there. Oh, it's going to bug me. Anyways. Uh, but that game was really special because uh, my wife Kelly and I, we were brought at the time, that was when they used to do Operation Fan Mail, mm -hmm. when they used to bring out the, you know, the people that were active duty, whomever, you know, serving or whatever, they would bring them out on the 20 yard line during, uh, during pregame, during like when the players are getting announced and stuff like that, uh, right before the national anthem and kind of tell, you know, the story about, you know, what you've done in your career, you know, whatever, whatnot. And my wife, Kelly, and I were, you know, we were chosen to go on there. So we, we brought one of our, our friends that was, uh, he was deployed with me in Iraq back in 2008. And then I also brought my, my father-in-law on the field with us too. So that was, that was kind of surreal being on the field during warmups, watching the players come out for player introductions. And then, you know, hearing the PA announcer talking about, uh, my wife and I's uh, accomplishments at that time in our, our in our careers, and just you know, it was crazy because you know, just like being there on field and just hearing Lambo like start ch like chanting USA USA like that, man, it still gives me goosebumps. Uh, and then right in right after that, they went into the national anthem. So. I don't, I don't know other than me, I don't know, catching a pass during a game. I don't know if anything's ever, I don't think, I don't think anything is ever going to top that game day experience for me. So yeah, so that's, that's my number one, but you know, I, anytime I go to Lambeau, to be honest with you, I always create just yes. memories that I'll, I'll cherish until I, until I die, man. So yeah. I was going to say like number two has to be when I was with you. <laughs> no, actually, you know what, Matt? Number two is actually when I got a chance to go back on field and hold the flag during the national anthem, just as a guest. So. But number number three, number three is probably yeah, the Broncos game with Matt, Watch my buddy Frank, puke. my uh, our buddy, our buddy Ben. Dude, we had really good seats, fifty yard line, uh, and it was a blast. And let me tell you, if you ever get a chance to watch a game with Mister Matt Ramage. Mm -hmm. That dude is so Hollywood. Just, just get just get away from him, man. Everybody wants to take pictures with this guy, and you know he's doing the googly eye things, taking pictures, and you know, unless you unless you want to sit there and be his photographer for the day, which I walked away. I was like, nah, man, I got to go get some. Beer, so. Hey, Drew, 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 and real quick, we've got fact check here. Our buddy Timmy says it was two thousand and eleven Packers forty six sixteen. I thought it was fifty something. That might have been. That might have. You know the fifty. The fifty burger that we put on. It was against the Titans, and that was the game that was uh, that I was able to hold the flag during the national anthem. Didn't get introduced and all that stuff, but it was. I was. I was uh, uh, blessed enough to get the to get the call from uh, from a, a plug that I had at the at the Packers at that time to to come and hold the flag. But yeah, that was the time we put the fifty burger. But yeah, it was hey, damn near close. Yeah. Yep. Damn near close. And Drew, I gotta Thanks. say, Thanks, you know that's dedication that you're sacrificing uh, away game attendance for the good of the team. Uh, but anytime Packers have number one seed wrapped up, uh, buy wrapped up, you're free to go to as many away games as you want. So the, the Detroit game notwithstanding, Wags, thank we're not going to hold Wags. that one against Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Wags. man. Look. I, that's what I thought in my mind because that's the only – to be honest with you, that's the only reason why I went to that game because we had it wrapped up. That game didn't matter, but I still caught flack from everybody. All all my homies that I went to the game with, they were just drilling into me after the game. We, we, we knew we shouldn't have brought you. We knew we shouldn't have brought you. Because nobody wants like, to go to the game and watch the laws. doesn't matter. Uh, especially to the Lions, man. Yeah, yeah to it's preseason. It doesn't matter if it's what it is. Nobody – when you, when you go to the game, 
If you you feel like you paid for a win. Like I paid money for this. I'm paying nine dollars a beer, whatever in Detroit it is. Like Matt, <laughs> when's the last time you paid for a damn game ticket? Liar. Actually, I haven't in a while. <laughs> People just I don't know. Well, I'm telling you, he's Hollywood. Sounds like it. Damn. Wait, Wags, I think we're talking money here. We got to pay our bills. Is this a good time yeah, to do our, so our promo quick? Before we go to a break, um, just to tease for you guys to think about, I want to have one more just kind of uh, fan-related question coming out of the break. Then we're going to talk a little bit of off-season Aaron Rodgers. But um, your favorite piece of memorabilia Drew, I know that's going to be a tough one for you, but you might have to get up and kind of walk over to whatever one you're thinking of. Uh, but, uh, yeah, let's uh, hear from our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, official sports betting partner of the NFL. And, Dane, all season long, you've been keeping us up to date on how your wife Andrea has been doing in daily fantasy on DraftKings. Football season's over. So uh, it's time for her to parlay her winnings and – Start maybe making some uh, fantasy bets in NBA, getting ready for March Madness. What do you say? I mean, I don't know about all that. I won't be able to give her too much advice. I told her all year, ride A.J. Dillon train as long as we can, and that helped her out an awful lot. So now, Wags, I think we're going to turn to Giannis. We're going to turn to the Milwaukee Bucks. But I'll tell you what, folks, uh, we use this promo code TP. PN and uh, she's been up more than she's been down this year. Football's over as Wag said, but you're right. We're going right into the NBA. We're having a great time doing it. Uh, and she's just getting started on some basketball. She's been reading the fantasy uh, online articles. So I think we've created a monster in the best possible way. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. For sure. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 or older minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. All right, so I teach this, gentlemen. I don't know who wants to lead this off. I'll have to, I have to say I'm not a huge memorabilia guy myself. Uh, we can see some great uh, memorabilia behind some of y'all. Uh, I, I do have a signed Brett Favre helmet. It's not on display right now. I also have uh, a, a, a game football uh, from Super Bowl 45. So those are my two pieces. I need to get a shelf or something so we can see it behind me. But, um, you know, it's not bad. But I know it pales in comparison to what you guys can throw out there. So, um, I, I, Tom, I, do you want to lead us off? What, what do you got for your favorite piece of memorabilia? Uh, I'm not a huge memorabilia guy either. In fact, somebody was cracking on me on Instagram that I needed more jerseys and stuff hanging in the garage. And I was like, dude, I just renovated this whole garage. Take it easy. It's been like a few months. I'll get them up here. Don't worry. But um, I got a, so I got a Donald Driver, Brett Favre side-by-side um, framed jerseys, uh, double framed. That's got the dynamic duo um, across the middle with their, uh, their, I think their rookie cards. Um, or just some early cards, but it's a very cool piece. Just, uh, yeah, very unique. Um, so that, I, that's probably mine for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what do you got, man? What's your favorite piece? I, I'm actually not a, a huge mem- memorabilia. I can't even say a word. But I never was a collector, but, like, uh, I have a helmet behind here, which we'll talk about in a second, but... My favorite piece is probably Haha Clint Dix jersey. He came to my house, did the podcast. He oh, signed cool. a bunch of stuff. He signed this this mini helmet right here. And Haha is my guy. And uh, he signed two jerseys. He signed the Packers jersey. Then he signed the Washington jersey, which I have like in a dresser drawer because I can't display non-Packers <laughs> stuff in my house. But I appreciate that he signed it. I like that it's there. I know where it is. But uh, he, he signed it. He got the googly eyes on it. But... Uh, my favorite player is Paul Horning of like yeah. all time. Just I love his story. 
I'm not that old. I didn't watch him play. But uh, <laughs> Tom Grassi, like I don't... <laughs> Tom Grassi, people see, you know, see him on YouTube. He's like the Packer fan of YouTube. He he actually sent me this. It's uh Paul Horning says uh the the Golden Boy on it. I actually love this thing. But uh, I I actually don't. And I I have actually in old football. I used to like unload milk trucks, you know, like like, like for my job. And this guy was like, "Hey, if you help me uh, unload this uh, like some kind of garage he bought, you know, you know the people buy storage stuff." He's like, "Help me unload it. I'll I'll pay you." I'm like, "All right." So I was helping him unload it, and he there's a football in there signed by Jerry Kramer. Bunch, of, it's all beat up. It's probably not worth nothing. It's all like you know, like people played with it, like in like like beat the hell out of it. But yeah. uh, it was cool. I was like, "Hey, can I have this old football? Nobody's gonna want this." He's like, "Yeah, whatever." And so I, I got this old football. There's a bunch of autographs. Some uh, some I don't know, but I, I I think it's cool, even though it's probably not worth anything. But uh, that's about all I have. That's Everything cool. I have is like right behind me. And that's Chris great, Farley, man. Chris Farley, bro. Yeah, his birthday <laughs> was yesterday. Yeah, yeah Farles. Yeah, uh, you know you, you know Drew's watched me. He's like this dude ain't got shit. He's got like <laughs> 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 no, but. I, I'm not like a. I know a lot of guys like growing up that would like hang out by Lambeau Field, just like begging players sign this. I did it. <laughs> that that wasn't really like, like my thing, but like I, I think it's cool. Like other people have it. I don't. First of all, I don't have the space in my house. But uh, my son just moved out though, so I got this whole room now. Like he's in college. His bed is really right there. The camera's on his bed, <laughs> and I'm clearing all this out. He got his own apartment, but uh, so maybe I'll I'll get some stuff. But like. Right now, I don't have a ton. You know, I want to save some time for Drew. He's going to have a long thing to say. Yeah, what do we got, Drew? <laughs> what do we got in there? I mean, Nobody what don't cares you what have? I got to say, Drew. <laughs> what do you got, baby? <laughs> well, I'm I'm not I'm not really that big into memorabilia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> meanwhile, the background for those that are listening no. on iTunes, yeah. it's insane. No, but I mean, like, like, all right, shut up, guy. We want to hear from this guy. <laughs> no, like honestly, like for me, I mean. I don't know my collection. Like, I mean, I buy stuff that that attracts me. Like, you know, certain players and stuff like that. And a lot of my stuff is retail. I have some game game worn, game used stuff. Um, that's not really my my market. For me, it's more just you know I want to have stuff up here that for one that I value, but for two that when I do throw these parties and stuff like that, none of these drunk fools that come to my house <laughs> are bashing into it and stuff like that. So you know, I, I'm, I'm I try to stay you know. <laughs> pretty particular but um you know and, and i have like you know like the lambo field club seat that you know i was able to get at the tent sale uh not too long ago and things like that but um to be honest with you i was just looking around you know trying to rack my mind on like what my favorite piece is and i mean i guess it's kind of like now that i think about it i mean it's not really like a packers uh piece of memorabilia but i mean it's my so it's my my shadow box from uh from my retirement from when i retired from the air force the reason why that the how it ties into being you know packers is uh my unit they knew that a when you know when they first met me they knew that i was all about the packers they saw my office when they walked in all my junior enlisted all my enlisted folks that i worked with all the senior enlisted everybody that used to come in my office they knew that a i was a packers fan right um, so when I was presented this, uh, my shadow box for my retirement gift, uh, for my unit, you know, my plaque, it says, you know, go pack, go, you know, my name or rank and all that stuff. But then the really cool thing is that I have a coin that was placed in there. Um, it's actually a silver dollar, but it's a, it's a, it has like a Packer backing on it. And normally you get those when, um, if as an enlisted person, whenever, uh, whenever an officer gets commissioned, if you end up being their first salute, they give you a, a a silver dollar. Well, my wife, when she got commissioned, I was her first salute. So she gave me that silver dollar, but it has the, uh, it's, it's Packers on the back. And uh, so my, I gave that to my unit and I said, I need you guys to make sure that this is in my shadow box. The way they did my shadow box is just, it's, it looks amazing, you know, all my medals and all that stuff. But that coin is like just sitting there, just like, it's like one of the first things you see when you look at that shadow box. So um, as I was looking around, I was like, you know, there's a lot. I mean, obviously, I have a lot of cool Packer stuff, Packer memorabilia and stuff like that. I mean, really great pieces, you know, for collectors. But I mean, if there's anything 
Um, I think going forward, I'm going to have to say my shadow box, man. I mean, you know, my plaque, like I said, it says go back, go. And then I have that, you know, that coin that, that just means the world to me from my wife. So, yeah. I love it. That's so one of a kind too, right? You're not finding that on eBay. Yeah, ain't nobody yeah, going to have that. I, 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 I think that's what, what it so. is. I mean, it, it's like the personal stuff. I mean, like, mm-hmm. stuff like like you can get. Like, I mean, that's way more severe, like my personal thing. But the, the reason that I like the haha thing is because he was at my house. Like, it's right. it's put to a memory. It's not the same as your thing because your thing is <laughs> way more awesome. <laughs> but like, you know, I, I I think that personally, even like, I think anyone who has like an autograph, even I think the person the, their favorite is probably going to be one that they were there, like that, that they saw. Yeah. And, and not that buying stuff isn't awesome because Drew bought a lot of yeah. a lot of stuff. He's got a lot. Of yeah, stuff, no, I mean, but. like, hey, just to piggyback off what Matt was saying, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, talking with a lot of collectors and knowing a, a lot of collectors in the game, I mean. um you know, yeah, you can always buy stuff retail. I mean, if you got the money, you could always buy stuff retail. But just like Matt was saying, I mean, it is cool. Like if you get the chance to actually have a conversation with someone, um, you know, and then they sign something for you, like in Matt's case. I mean, you know, I, I remember watching the episode when Haha was at his house. And I think that's that's crazy cool. You know what I mean? Um, you know, fortunately for myself, I mean, I was able to party and hang out with Brett Swain. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, just saw I, I yeah, I didn't I didn't this is the thing, I didn't press him for no autographs or nothing like that. Um if anything, Brett is gonna come through and, and we're gonna party and I mean because we just had a great time. I mean he's just a down to earth dude and so it's I mean as far as memorabilia, I mean yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, you could always go in and uh you know buy retail pieces or you could be on the hunt and find like these, you know, game worn, game used uh, pieces out there that you got a photo match. Um, but like Matt was saying, I think, I think if you have a personal story behind something, uh, especially with a player that you, you know, have a, you know, a good relationship with, I mean that, yeah, those, those stories kind of, kind of outweigh a lot of them. So, yeah. So I want to be mindful of everybody's time here. I know y'all are busy, but I've got to ask and Wags, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn here, but I got to get some Aaron Rodgers. Is he coming back? Isn't he coming back opinion? Because my God, everything is really contingent on will he, won't he? And then the Packers make decisions from there. So um, Drew, I'm going to throw it right back at you. uh, And then we'll go around the room. But um, you think Aaron's coming back? Why, why not? Um, Being the optimistic fan that I am, um, I think a lot of the signs and a lot of the things that he said you know, up in, you know, with his last couple of episodes on the McAfee show, I know a lot of people were trying to deep dive into his, into his, uh, MVP speech and stuff like that. But I mean, if you really, if you watch his, his, uh, his zoom that he had with the, you know, the Packer beat writers, I mean, he was, there was a lot, I mean, it's really hard to dissect what Aaron Rodgers is thinking. Right. Um, but the fact that he's given a lot of kudos to Gutekunst and, and Mark Murphy and obviously Matt LaFleur and, and everybody in the organization. Um, and the fact that he has said that he doesn't want to play for another team. He doesn't want to go, you know, he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. Um, for me, I, again, this is just me being, I guess it's just me being a homer. You can call me, call it what it is, but, um, I just don't think there's anywhere better for him to, if he's about his legacy, that's another thing too. As Packer fans, we don't know what his legacy is. Is he good? Cause he's, he's, he said it a couple of times. Is he, is he really good with just retiring and walking away off of what he's accomplished to this moment? Who knows? Or in the back of his mind, is he really focused on his legacy in winning Super Bowls, you know, getting to that next step? Because if that's the case, then, his his best bet is in Green Bay. You know, everybody keeps talking about the, you know, going to Denver and all this stuff. What was the first thing that they talked about him going to Denver? Was because at the time, his fiance, uh, Shaylene Woodley, lived in Boulder, Colorado. Oh, he wants to go to Colorado because his his fiance. Well, guess what? They ain't together no more. You really think that he's going to go to Denver for an offensive coordinator who did not call plays? at all yeah he was a great guy in a, in a meeting room in a coach's room but i mean really like you know and then you got to think about these teams that are gonna if they do go after aaron Rodgers, what they're gonna have to give up to get him you know what i'm saying they're gonna have to a lot of these teams are gonna have to potentially sell the farm so again going back to what he said if he goes to a, a new team 
it's probably going to be depleted. In my mind, it's it's a rebuild. So I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers is listening to this right now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I really think that the best bet is for him to stay in Green Bay. Um, there's been a lot of things that have been coming out recently too uh, that I've been, you know, uh, just you know just hearing not not in the national media because I I I do not give two craps about what the national media says. I listen, I listen more to, you know, the heartbeat of, of, you know, Packers fans and, uh, you know, the, the voice that we have out there, like, you know, uh, like Matt and, uh, <laughs> you know, like those folks like that. But, um, you know, even with the, I, I just, I such a soap opera because even with the Packers coming out and saying, you know, Hey, we're all in, we're all in. Um, you know, we want him to come back. We're willing to offer him all this money. It's like, at first you're like, yes, they're doing what they should be doing. All right, let's go. You know, they're going to, they're going to make it happen. But then like for me, like I think about it and I'm like, wait a minute, are the Packers just doing this just to get out in front to us as Packer fans and Packer nation, just, just in case Roger says, no, I want to leave. Uh, so the Packers organiza- organization doesn't look like they didn't do enough because in the past they've never done anything like that. They've never been up front and put their business out the way they've been doing it, you know, last, last week with Aaron Rodgers. Um, so there's just, I don't know, man, there's just so many, so many factors and, and, and hopefully Rodgers is seeing that, you know, he's taking the Packers for, you know, their word for, for what it is. And, you know, hopefully he, make, he makes the decision to, to come back. Uh, I think if it's about winning, he comes back. Um, I think if it's about anything else, he goes elsewhere. I do not think he retires. Mm-hmm. I do not. If, if Tom Brady stays retired, there's absolutely no way in hell Aaron Rodgers retires the same year and wants to be the secondary <laughs> speaker <laughs> to Tom Brady at, Canton during the Hall of Fame. There's no way that's going to happen, man. His ego's too big for that, man. Drew, that's so. Drew, yeah. the comment section is blowing up with people in agreement with you. They think he's coming back to Green Bay. Um, Tom with the Green Bay House, where are you yeah. at on this? First off, I think unbelievable job by Goody, Mark, Ross. I mean, you know, the fact that they seemingly repaired that relationship. I don't think Rogers comes out and says the things he did in his speech unless he was sincere. Um, I just don't think he does that. And I think that was a genuine statement. And for them to go from where we started in the priest right, right before training camp, right, with that whole situation, to that speech and the MVP is, is pretty unbelievable um, for them to turn the tide on that. So either way, I, you know, from a Packer fan standpoint, you would have hate to have seen another Favre-type debacle with a Hall of Famer walking out of your organization, um, you know, disgruntled like that. If he does go, at least, you know, it seems like they repaired that relationship, with it, which is, I think, First and foremost, great for Packer fans and everybody, Aaron, the whole organization. But Tom Clements today, that was, uh, yeah, man, that Huge. was wild. Uh, that Huge. was, that was like, you know, that was like a, um, okay, you guys got Getsy and Goody was like, well, check this out. Yeah. I'm bringing back Clements. <laughs> you know, I, I read today, I don't think Clements comes out of retirement to coach Jordan Love. Um, exactly. You know, he's not signing Bats. that contract. Unless Max. he knows that Rogers is coming back, I just don't see him coming out of retirement to do that. So, you know, I think it's it's back and forth. It's like Drew said, it's a soap opera. Of, you know, you hear today people, you know, they're questioning whether he can win in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden you hear that Clements is coming back, and it's it's back and forth. And um, today that was a big that was a big deal. I think if you're on the fringe, if you're a Broncos fan or a Niners fan you probably overlook that because you don't really understand the significance of that move. But um, Clement's coming back. I think that's big time. I, I think it would be surprising to me at this point after that move, if Rogers wasn't back with, with green Bay. And I, I think they're going to go on. It'll be 45, 50 mil. It'll be the biggest deal of all time, biggest guaranteed money. Cause you know, that's important to Rogers and, um, you know, I've said before, I, I think him being in Green Bay is worth it. It, it. You know, he's a two-time MVP. He's your best chance right now. Um, so you pay him the money and bring him back. 
And and I think it's heading that way for sure. Oh man, I'm loving this. I can we do this every week, guys? Um, <laughs> Matt, Matt Ramage, right. what are you thinking, brother? So anybody who follows me knows that this is a subject that I'm like really passionate about like i i dude i was just like like a little girl is waiting for the, the jump rope to get in there dude aaron Rodgers is coming back and dude I, i'm so sick of like the denver bronco fans all last off season like aaron Rodgers is going to the broncos and i i, I trolled him all last off season. that's not gonna happen and last off season it was more likely than this off season the last off season like uh, Rodgers was not happy with the packers it was you know that, that was a real thing that it happened. This offseason, he's over there, you know, he winning his award, like, good, you know, we love you, bro, whatever he's saying, you know, <laughs> shout out to the eyebrows, the floor, you know, he's, he's like, he's showing love. So, like, Aaron Rodgers come back, and then what he what he mentioned, Tom Clements, I think is so huge. You think he's coming back? He's, he's coming out of retirement? Because, like, bro, Jordan Love, bro, he's going to be, he's going to be awesome. And he's just like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, let's, Throw the golf clubs away. I got to come back for this. No, because Aaron Rodgers, when he left, was not happy. That that a lot of the coaches that that left, it was documented. That Aaron Rodgers was not happy. So like that is one of these guys, right? So like he's coming back. I think they're saying, you know, Rodgers coming back. Let's get the gang back together. Let's go get this thing. Let's go do this thing, dude. Aaron Rodgers come in, and I, and I know a lot of people because I made a video about this earlier. No one watched it, but I made a video. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, people are talking about the cap space and the whole thing. That's way above my head. I'm not that smart. But uh, you don't have to be the best team in the NFL, right? So Aaron Rodgers comes back. Yeah, we're going to lose some guys here and there, like whatever. And uh, I mean, not whatever, because it's kind of a big thing. Because, you know, but you don't have to be the best team in the NFL to win a Super Bowl. The Rams showed that. The Bucks showed that last year. The Packers were the best team in the NFL this year, like for pretty much the whole year. They were the power rankings, which I don't care about, but like just like overall, the Packers were the best team. I watched them. We all watched. Them. We went to games. Drew went to like nineteen games this year. Like we all watched them. Like we we had a good time watching. Like they're winning most of the game. I did my live show this this year, and I was like, when they lost, I was shocked. I didn't know how to act. I was like, I don't know what to do here <laughs> because like I'm used to them winning, but like they don't have to win every single game. Like the the Giants teams, wait, you know. That won those games. The Patriots, 2007, almost went undefeated. The Giants went in and beat them up. Right. Uh, you don't have to be the best team in the league to win the Super Bowl. So the, bring Aaron Rodgers back. They're going to the playoffs right away because Aaron Rodgers, that's what he does. He gets to the playoffs. He, he might win another MVP. But once you get to the playoffs, like maybe you have to fight a little bit because those teams that get like the six seed, the five seed, four seed, they've been in the playoffs for three weeks before the playoffs started trying to get into that thing. You know what I mean? When you have the number one seed – yeah, maybe you're a little cocky. Maybe uh, you're a little tired because, mm-hmm. you know, you you had a bye week. You know, when I have a week off, you know what I do? I sit on my couch and I watch Jeopardy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, uh, I, I think Aaron Rodgers coming back to the Packers is the best thing for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, like, if he goes to AFC, look at the – because they're not going to trade him to the Niners. Right. Everyone's talking about – they're going to trade him to the Niners. Yeah, that, that's what you do. Stupid. You know what I mean? They're not going to trade him to the team, first of all, that knocked him out of the playoffs. And second of all, a team that is one of the powerhouses, you know, or one of the top-tier teams in their conference. Uh, I think that they would – if they do have a trade for Rodgers, they would have a lot of picks, maybe some players. They would feel like, all right, we, we, we can make this thing go, but we're not going to strengthen one of our uh, guys that might be able to knock us off. So then he's going to go to the AFC. All right, you got Joe Burrow, you got Patty Mahomes, you got like all these, you know, the, a lot of these young, great quarterbacks are in the AFC. You know, the Broncos, first of all, Bronco fans, I have nothing but bad things to say. I'm going to keep it clean over here. But uh, <laughs> I, I cannot stand Bronco fans. I, I, I And also, Bronco fans are just a soft, soft bunch. I go on Twitter, I make a little statement about Bronco fans, I tweet a little tweeter, and then they're all over me. They're softer than Viking fans. And that's saying something. Because you know, there's certain fan bases that you can just trigger very easily. I know that because I do it. That's what I do. But like, Bronco fans, they want so much. Dude, they're so desperate. They're begging. And then T- Terrell Davis says something. He's like, yeah. oh, I see Aaron Rodgers 
coming to the Denver. And everyone's like, oh, and like all these ESPN and all these places are posting. Oh, he thinks they're going to go. I was like, he has no inside information. He knows it's the same thing. It's the same thing that Mark Schlereth yeah. said last last yeah, year. Dude. And he's a Broncos guy too. Yeah. So they on. don't know anything, bro. And then someone was like, Well, do you have insider information? I said, as much as they do, bro. Do you think that you know, you think Goot is calling, oh let let's find, you know, we're wanting to break this out. Let's find some former has been Bronco running back <laughs> that we can break this to. Uh, like they don't know it. It's like their gut feeling. Yeah, I have a bigger gut, bro. So my gut feeling is he's staying here. It doesn't mean it. That's like Don McCulsey coming out. I think Aaron Rodgers will stay. Yeah, that's fantastic. I love Donnie Mikowski. But you know, it, it, it's not gonna sway my feelings about what's gonna happen. Like but Bronco fans are like, oh Terrell Davis, he was good in Super Bowl 32. What Super Bowl are we on? Like 50-something? Doesn't matter, bro. He has, He's not in meetings. And then they're like, oh, the Broncos are pushing hard for Aaron Rodgers. Are they offering draft picks? Because, like, if you're not offering picks, if you don't have an offer on the table, you're not pushing hard. You're just talking, yakking your gun. And, and they're not because it, 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 it's not even them. It's just like some journalist who tries to make a name. He's on Twitter. He's like, I can just say this and that'll happen. You know what I mean? So like, these are not real stories. Like, they're not pushing hard. Until you put out a draft pick, you know what I mean? Like, it, I, I get heated, bro. See, uh, this, is, this, this, is the, this is the content, Sheesh, right? Simmer this down, This is the man. content. So, Fan you off, bro. This is the content that people tune in for. And uh, we're coming up on an hour. Matt, where can folks find you on social media? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> throw, throw the throw I'm, the handles out there. I, I'm on Twitter at Matt Ramage. I'm on Instagram at Matt Ramage underscore because there's another Matt Ramage who hates me. Uh Facebook, Matt Ramage. I'm on TikTok, bro. I'm not dancing though. <laughs> Don't look for a dance. I'm not dancing. Uh and but yeah, if 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 you uh search Matt Ramage on most of the places, look for the guy with the weird eyes and that that'll probably be me. <laughs> And Tom, the Green Bay House, where are we finding you? Mostly on, on IG. Uh, this is our first. I'm just trying to learn TikTok. And uh, <laughs> I did I did get a Twitter handle, but you gotta dance, I don't know. Bro. Hey, gotta dance. 15 characters kind of killed me on the Green so Bay You're House, in Green Bay. So I'll come gotta... to you. We'll dance. We'll, we'll get the TikTok thing going. No, but uh, hey, uh, IG. And most importantly, you can find us on Canterbury Road over there. So... Please. Anybody who's in town for a game, we have an open door policy. Um, all are welcome, and uh, you'll have a great time. So I'm gonna yeah, go there. To, if, yeah. if you're there, I'm gonna waltz in and just ask for you. <laughs> you just walk up the driveway, brother. Right, walk I up the you. driveway. We'll be right. seeing you next year. I'm certain no. of that, Tom. <laughs> we appreciate you. And Drew from the Drew Cave, where can we find you? Man, everywhere, everywhere. Uh, just type in Drew K. Man, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok. TikTok. He's out uh, there getting his dance on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I'll be crit walking out there. You know what I mean? But uh, no, nah, but yeah, I, I stay, I stay, uh, I stay mostly active, like on TikTok and Instagram. Twitter, Twitter's a little toxic. You know what I mean? I know Matt. Matt's got Dude, a really I, good following I, I, on there. I'd be going hard so, on TikTok. Yeah. It's like I'd be going to war with people on TikTok. Bronco fans, they're on TikTok or on Twitter, <laughs> not TikTok. The Bronco fans are on Twitter. You even just say the Broncos suck on Twitter. Just do that. Every one of you. Just just type out. You don't have to do hashtag nothing. Just write Broncos suck. See what happens. Hey, if there's if there's anything that I want to leave, leave y'all with tonight is is a quote from my man Matt Ramage. I got a bigger gut, and my gut feeling is that he's coming back. <laughs> if you didn't hear that, I don't, I don't Dude, know we gotta, what's, we, what's going we, on. We got to make a, a meme of that. We got to make a post. You got to make a T-shirt, right? right? <laughs> you got to make a T-shirt. For sure. And, guys, I we, we thank you so much. I did put the IG handles in our chat. Everyone, please follow all of these gentlemen. You guys are all legendary in our hearts uh drew it, thank man. you so much for your thank service you uh matt and uh tom thank I you so no much service. for yeah, everything that you do to make the green bay packer community so beloved up in green bay uh just love it thank you all so much for coming on and uh, sharing some of your time um folks we do have a special giveaway for our 200th episode that's still going on on our social we're giving away t-shirts 
We're giving away canned koozies. So, um, you know, our budget isn't unlimited. We're just doing what we can, but we appreciate you. So jump on, retweet us, follow us, do your thing, and, and we're going to get some uh, uh, free stuff away as well. So thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much, everyone. And as always, before we sign off, can we get a Go Pack Go? Go Pack Go! Go, go! Go, Pat, go! Drew's always late. He's always late. We've been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads go, Pat, go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport, and I'll even wish you good luck. Only thing I will say.